0: to. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy30.
1: Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky
2: No one is, is 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 more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. Alright, let's do this. First and pod. You know the drill. Danny Parkins, Andrew Filippone. Coming to you once a week, plus breaking news throughout the offseason. Subscribe, rate, review. Tell a friend. Almost draft season, Pony. How are people in Pittsburgh feeling about the draft? Are they excited for it? I know in Chicago, it's basically dominated
1: three months of talk. Yeah, same here. I mean, it's not the same as what you guys have because of having the number one pick originally and, and the trade that got made in NFL draft history. But yeah, there's a sensation. I mean, we're the offensive tackles in corners here, and it still dominates the conversation. So absolutely, man. I'm ready to do this. We're going to do the first 10 picks of the draft and alternate picks and just kind of go, uh, to me, I put a little bit of thought in this, but I almost want it to be a knee-jerk reaction kind of thing. You make a pick and then I go and kind of without too much thought, just tell you what I would do if I were in that team spot.
2: Yeah, so I'll do the odd numbers and you'll do the evens in terms of like who makes the pick, but we'll both discuss each one that we do. And I uh, I feel like I've put a lot of thought into it because I've been thinking so much about one through nine and how it's going to fall for yeah. the Bears. But on the yep. next two weeks episodes when we do 11 through 20 and then 21 through 32, I'll be much more off the cuff, uh, probably like you are today. But so Carolina obviously trades with the Bears They trade away DJ Moore and they get the first pick and they're obviously doing it for a quarterback and they're doing it for Frank Reich, but they're giving a quarterback, not a number one receiver, but pretty good offensive line have Adam Thielen have DJ Chark. So it's not a terrible situation uh, for a rookie quarterback, offensive head coach, good line, very good defense and a winnable division. Um, I think that they have aspirations to be in the playoffs. I don't think they did this for Anthony Richardson, the biggest project quarterback in the draft. And I think that Frank Reich's history suggests that he likes bigger quarterbacks. And I think CJ Stroud, what he showed in the college football playoff of actually turning on the mobility, uh, that's going to be the thing that puts him over the top. And I'm also following the gambling markets. He was three to one to have the number one pick. Uh, when the Bears had it, and he went to minus 200 uh, when the trade was made. So I will trust the markets and Frank Reich's history with size, and for the Carolina Panthers, select C.J. Stroud.
1: So a couple things for me on this. Chris Mortensen said today that, this is on Thursday night, that the pick will be Bryce Young. And when Chris Mortensen says something, Apparently, because he's old and not on television all the time anymore, it just doesn't carry the same weight as an Adam Schefter. Because if Schefter had said this, the number you just gave me for Stroud would be about minus 2000 for Bryce Young right now. So I think it's interesting that someone who pretty much invented the NFL insider job is saying something as unequivocally as Mortensen. And yet, it really did not make huge headline news today. Dove Kleiman tweeted it out, which is all that guy does. And it made the rounds, but I thought it was going to have a much bigger reaction than it did. So, I think if the pick will end up being young, Mortensen will look good. If it's Stroud, Mortensen's done this for 40 years and probably doesn't give an F anymore. Um, The other thing about the Stroud pick for me is this. I think he's the third quarterback that I would take. I think I would be much more interested in Richardson and more interested in Young, even though I would have to accept the fact that he's very small and quarterbacks that small have not really succeeded. But Stroud, to me, Danny, outside of the Georgia game, which he was awesome in, I, I did not think he was a great quarterback this year. At least based on, I know the numbers are good. But he did not have the type of season that I thought screamed number one overall pick. And when the season ended, most draft people and college football experts agreed with me on that, that he was not a better player than Bryce Young. The college football, the, the, the Georgia game
2: was very impressive. Uh, the combine was good. The interviews apparently have been excellent. Uh, but I'm with you. Listen, I, I would take Anthony Richardson. I, I'm i all about ceiling. like. What, do, what does it matter if the quarterback busts or if he's the 15th best quarterback in the draft? You still don't have anything special. You, you should try for special. So I would take Richardson, but I think we're doing this based on what we think they will do. Yes. I think the goal is what they will do here. So uh, the pick is CJ Stroud.
0: Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill.
1: This is a Nick Casario, Patriots-type organization. So, to me, the obvious pick that people are going to want to make for them here is Bryce Young. I am not going to do that. I don't think they'll take Young with this pick. Now, I know the Saban influence is there. And if it's not Young, people will go bananas I'm going to shock you, Danny. I think the pick will be Will Anderson. Oh, you are out of your mind. No, No, I'm not. We've seen, if you look at what? What do you mean? Why are you doing this? I'm going to say Will Anderson to Houston with the second pick. Why are you shaking your head? People that are listening to this podcast can't see your facial expressions. Right, Why well, are you okay. so mad about? Okay, this?
2: well, just, just Spencer. When this gets out there, just make it very clear that that was a pony contrarian. He's trying to get clicks. No, and it's headlongs. not. You're, you're trying to get invited on Houston radio. No, I no, I'm I know, not. I know what you're doing. I get it. It's no, very I'm not. Cute. It's adorable. First of all, well, you should bet on it then because he's ten to one okay. to 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 go second overall. I will. Okay? The, you and you, so you think Houston will actually? He will be a Texan at two. Why wouldn't
1: they trade down? If they're, well, do I it? didn't know. I thought I didn't know that was an option here. I didn't know that trading down is something we can do. That wasn't told in the pre-show. And now Spencer is following up on that. No trades. Keep it simple. Thank you, Danny. Don't try to overcomplicate our podcast and draft okay. show. Sorry. Okay. All Here's right. something I'll go by with this one. OK, that backs me up on it. Lance Zierlein, who does radio in Houston and whose dad was the Steelers offensive line coach for a number of years, and then I think got in trouble and might have been fired because he sent out, he committed an act that all of us have had nightmares about. I'm pretty sure he, he hit send all on a pornographic email <laughs> and it went all the way up to the top, including Roger Goodell. And I'm not I'm not kidding about that. Like, I'm pretty sure that's how his career ended in in pro football. We can have Spencer fact check that for us. So he works for NFL.com. He's a very good draft analyst. And my, I don't know, all of those draft profiles on the NFL's website are written by him. He's done it for a long time. His dad was in football. He's a talk show host in Houston. His mock draft this week did not have the Texans taking a quarterback at two. So, to me, if there's somebody in the draft like Cognoscenti who has their fingers on the pulse of what the Texans are going to do, it's Line. And he thinks that they could take a defensive player. And I think it's possible, too. I wonder, like, the young size thing I do think scares people. I really think it does. And Houston's got another first-round pick. I'm just – they might fall in love with a guy. They took to on Clowney one. We've seen them. Mario Williams. They've done this before, and I think it might happen again. Will Anderson.
2: Yeah, that's just idiotic. Well, um, you, can,
1: you can tell Lance Zierlein that, who's been in Houston radio for a very long time, and it's a very successful show, and writes all of the draft stuff for the NFL's website. Make sure he hears that. And, and by the way, ha- my story's right. His dad did get in trouble for porn.
2: I'd be I'd be happy to say that to him. Uh you don't just like so the idea would be what to just be awful again for the third straight year post to Sean Watson and tank again for Caleb Williams? Like, when are they taking a quarterback?
1: I guess in next year's draft. if if, if they don't love Young, if they like Stroud, why would they take a guy there just to take one? Take Richardson. Maybe they don't like – he only started 13 college games, Danny. His college tape stings. Okay. Okay. I mean, I I, I think that that is
2: crazy. I, I think that they are so quarterback needy, and they traded away Deshaun Watson to wait, again, to wait a – Oh, I'm
1: sorry that I didn't just print Mel Kuyper's draft out before we did this podcast and just stole his picks. My apologies.
2: I – I just can't. I can't believe that the Houston Texans are taking a, a pass rusher and just could just punting well, another friend, seventeen games. good friend Mike Meltzer,
1: and. who is no doubt going to listen back to this, will send us a text as soon as this podcast posts. And my guess is he will agree with me on it. And I will take will that. Out, and he will point out that the zero line theory is a very good one.
2: Okay, so now for Arizona, I have to make a pick for Arizona that it does not involve a trade even though even though in this scenario they would 1000% trade the pick
1: yes you do and if you want to take a quarterback then we can really make this a spicy podcast no would you have you've you've you've, ru- you've ruined <laughs> 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 i have not ruined anything i've ruined nothing you are- you have ru- you've
2: ruined the pod <laughs> but you you've ruined the integrity of no, this. No, I am not.
1: I've only added to the integrity of no, it. No,
2: there are no, there are no trades, and Houston hasn't selected a quarterback. Don't
1: get on me for the trade thing. That's not me. That that you're lashing out at Spencer now.
2: Uh, okay. The Cardinals in this scenario. Yep. I guess. So they so Zach Allen left in free agency. J.J. Watt retired. Retired. Yep. So they need edge rushers. They need interior rushers. They need. They need, everything. Basi- they, they need basically everything on defense, right?
1: They need everything everywhere. In my opinion,
2: I will uh, say, say that the they will take a very highly
1: paid quarterback.
2: I will say in this scenario. Jalen Carter is too risky that they will take Tyree Wilson. that That they would take the freak of nature, edge rusher, who with the crazy long arms that they would think could maybe be the Chandler Jones replacement, could be the guy that is dominant and if he would have played with more talent around him on the line, would have had production like yeah. a Will Anderson, but didn't because he was getting double and triple teamed. So I will say that the Texas Tech edge rusher goes to the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. I mean, yeah, they need everything,
1: but I can you see them taking the risk on Jalen Carter at three? They should if in this scenario. that This would remind me of the Jeff Okuda pick by Detroit when he went third. And look at all the great players that went after him. I mean, Detroit could have had Justin Herbert if they wanted to, going back in that draft. Um, This would be, to me, a disaster. Not a disaster, but this is the guy, to me, that would be like Andre Wadsworth all over again for Arizona to go back into the past. Um, You know, I think it's like Dante Fowler when he went to Jacksonville. Somebody like that, where it's like, this guy keeps getting mocked in the top tens of drafts. I say of all the guys that are considered a consensus top pick, this is the player that the media and the fans know the absolute least about. He's, he, I know he plays an important position on defense. You've got to get pressure on the quarterback. And I'm not saying that he won't be good, but a defensive player from Texas Tech, my God. I mean, most people, as the college football season was going on, had absolutely no clue who this guy was. Zero. So I'm not saying it's a – I'm not saying you're going out on a limb with this pick because I've seen him even mock to Arizona at three. But it just like – is that going to do anything for that fan base or that team? No, I don't think so. I, I mean, I think that
2: they are in a disastrous situation. You know, they 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 hired a defensive head coach. That would lead them, me to think that – I mean, I, I think – like. I think they're trading the pick. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that most likely what is happening is that someone is trading up and it's going to go QB, QB, QB um, in this spot. And they maybe even trade one spot with Indy uh, if Indy feels like like the Raiders are going to trade up from seven. Um, so that's what I think is actually going to happen. But again, in this scenario, uh, I think they just take a guy who – checks all the boxes character-wise, checks all the boxes athleticism-wise, and they trust their uh, new head coach to coach him up.